Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who know that size doesn't matter. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Star Wars Episode 5, the second movie, <laughs> the seventh. Seventh release? I don't know. Movie? <laughs> yeah, seventh. Seventh movie chronologically. Star Wars Episode the, 5, Empire Strikes Back. The, the, the Empire the Strikes Empire Back. Empire Or as most people just call it Empire. Empire. Which is confusing because now there's a TV show called Empire. And it's very similar to this. Why, what about Empire Flooring? <laughs> with the commercial the yes call empire today yeah that guy to eight eight call empire today but it's a dude putting down floors while they're doing it would you call empire today no what <laughs> you need empire right now you do i refuse i'm just gonna let the problem get worse until i buckle and uh call anyone other than empire no Here's what here's the mistake I made. I left the Red Bull so far away from me. No. Oh. Do you see it? Use the force and summon it to yourself. Fun fact. This oh no. Oh wait, it's not open. It's not open. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna uh the scene in this movie where Luke has to grab his lightsaber, that's just him throwing the lightsaber into the snow and then reversing the footage. Isn't that fun? Oh. But they made it look so good. Because they make it twitch, you know, it's like, is it going to go? It's not going to go there. And it looks so real. It's because it's backwards. Tyler, would you uh, like to sum up this movie for us? This is a tale. Mm. Tales old as time. Oh, no. <laughs> a song as <laughs> old as rhyme beauty and the beast no it's empire strikes back wow is it's all the same company now yeah it is it's all fox no wait disney bought them fox is dead to us now now it's 20th century 20th century nothing it's just 20th century just 20th century have you ever seen a rebrand just like strip someone of their own identity in a re you know like they didn't come up with a new name they were just like drop the fox and it just sounds wrong now does it though because i have not noticed the fox missing in one single 20th century movie opening i've missed it every time i never notice it every time because i'm an adult and i don't cling to the past i move on I never, fo I focus on where I am and what I'm doing. Just like Luke Skywalker should have done. Yeah. So there's a movie about space wizards <laughs> continuing to battle the evil space wizards. And the scoundrels that tag along for the ride. Yeah, they do. Tyler, this episode four, it took you, it came from behind and it took you. And it took you by surprise and it pleased you. Yeah. How did this one go for you? I'm uh, I'm always shocked that so many people like this one so much more than the first one. Mm. 
Because I think Star Wars is a better movie because this is the middle of a trilogy, mm-hmm. which always seems to be the weak point in a trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a hard. But everybody's like, but it's the write. best one. And I'm like, why? Because it's a, got a better lightsaber duel? Is that what else is there? I I don't know. It's it is hard. You're right. The middle movie's always the hardest one to do. Um, because everything's just, you know, it's sort of like when you make a two-part movie, the first movie's always ends weird, and it's like, well, that was bad, you know? Just because the ending in this one, it's in the middle, it's sandwiched in there. I don't know. I I think the plot arc of a new hope is a little awkward. Because it's sort of like, oh, you go to space. And I don't know, it's just, it's not like, there's no clear arc. It's kind of like, oh, the movie's wrapping up. Oh, now we got to destroy the Death Star. All right, I guess that's the end. All right, let's do, you know, we kind of stumble upon the ending. This one, I feel like the arc works a little better. I think the characters are a little better developed and they've got good chemistry going. I don't know. I, I do think I like this one better than A New Hope. But I think they're a lot closer in my mind than I thought they were. Because I was like, New Hope is good, but it's a little hokey. Empire's the best one. And Six never lives up to anyone's expectations. We'll see. I think this one's still my favorite, but I do think it's a lot closer than I remember. Yeah. I like it a little better than A New Hope. A New Hope is great. So good. So good. The problem with A New Hope, I'm just going to say it. Well, that's one thing. I noticed like, nothing in this movie is in terms of like big things they changed whenever they did the trailer because i do you remember when they did like the i think it was when they did the like the vhs re-release of the special editions and it was like a big deal that they'd up them to like 480p at that time which yeah. was like oh so good mm-hmm. and uh do you remember seeing the trailers for it and all the commercials and everything? I don't know if I remember. How they digitally remastered it? Oh, yeah. They yeah. always showed stuff from this movie. Mm-hmm. Never from the others. Always. Yeah. Uh, especially like the the Hoth fight mm-hmm. in the speeders. Yeah. That was what it was always in like, look how much better it is. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear, yeah. I mean, this one did look really great. I mean, a new hope looked great too, but it was just there were so many things they like threw in there, and you were like, "Well, this is just distracting." Now there was so much there. I didn't notice really anything in this one. I was like, "Oh, you know, this looks like." Yeah, I don't see there's, what they did change except for maybe one or two things. Yeah, there's like, like that one thing look. that they added some pretty obvious CG. But there was nothing too. where it's just like, "Oh yeah, no, that dude is now a giant CG version of that dude," or like. The, you see that guy that's actually there? We added in another CG dude right next to him. You know. <laughs> Yeah, which the two things I want to cover that you learned after we finished the last episode. All right. First uh-huh. was the original job of the hut. Uh, I forgot. I meant to do some research on that. And I was going to go and look at this. The cut I have on Plex for my Hollywood friend. Yeah. And then my Internet went down and I couldn't access Plex at all. <laughs> so do we do we need to pause right now and check that cut? No, How easy is it to check Plex? Like not super easy. Oh, Plex, Plex uh, is a nightmare. It giveth and it taketh away, <laughs> and it can be very hard to navigate. <laughs> I think it's easier on the TV to navigate, whereas on the phone, it's like here's all the music you have on Plex. It's like, well, no, I'm I'm in it for the movies right now. Anyway, it's a whole thing. So it's I mean it's the worst. 
I will do it someday. I mean, I can throw the we can pause. I can throw the original scene. It that's on YouTube. I can I got oh. it right here. I can throw it on TV. You can see it. You know, or I could just mute the t- mute the TV. Eh. You just want a live live reaction to it? Yeah, live react to it. Do, do right. I need to mute it? Do I even need to mute it? That's the real question. Yeah. Uh, fine. Fine then, you coward. No. It just started going. It was wow. Here it is. Lucas claims he intended to mat on a stop motion character later on. Oh, the scene was dropped. Oh, so, okay. So this one. So the scene was dropped. It wasn't in the original movie. I think so. I think they just didn't have it at all. Like you can see the lens is all jacked up. Yeah. And so so, when they re-released it, he's like, hey, this is a chance for me to reuse the scene and I'll just slap in. Job of the Hut the way I wanted. Yeah, it. an awful CG version instead of like a stop motion better version. Yeah. But like, so it went from, it went through multiple stages. It started out where he was just going to be just this guy. And then Lucas was like, well, the Huts are like supposed to be like slugs. So it can't just be a guy. So we got to do the thing. And then they're like, well, okay, now do this and that. And then we got to where in the next movie, or I mean, in the final movie, you get the you know, him messing about with the giant puppet thing. Yeah. That I think it's three people are inside of it and they're like, it was 150 degrees and there was no (laughs) ventilation in there. Wow. What a world we live in. Oh yeah. Here's what I want. I want to cut a Star Wars, but it's all the all the aliens just dudes just guys <laughs> just guys i mean i could t- you watch flash gordon oh yeah i've seen flash gordon i'll tell you i was reading through some facts and i found like some original like they're like oh originally this is how this was going to go through and it's like you can really see how george lucas is like i love flash gordon we're making it and then other people came in they're like eh all right george this uh that's all the time you had you mm-hmm. head on home and we're going to take it from here. Yeah. Flash Gordon sucks and we're going to fix everything. Yeah. Flash Gordon's a weird one, but Queen does a song for the movie, the 80s movie. So a Flash Gordon, a big budget Hollywood Flash Gordon movie came out the same year as this movie. Oh, that was the Flash Gordon movie? Yeah. It With came out Queen in 19... song. Yep. In 1980. Flash. Ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so. I showed that to Tiffany and she's like, I mean, I like it. I was like, but it came out the same year as Star Wars five. Like it was. It had it was like, this is it. We're doing it. And it had already been so far surpassed. I also showed her Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which came out the same year as Star Wars. And I was like, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, good buddies. This is what he Steven Steve. Yes. Double S as we call him was working on while lucas was making the star wars yeah and she thought it looked very good and i was like because it does look very i haven't good. seen close encounters of the third kind it's my greatest shame i know neither I know. have i but i've seen a lot of clips of it and it looks amazing and it does it looks like it was made this century Spielberg makes things that look good it looks so good it looks too good it looks suspiciously good 
Looks like it was made by aliens. Oh, is S squared an alien? Is that the secret? He doesn't like to be called S squared. Oh, he just uh, S double S double S double S. <laughs> so, does that mean we can? Some we can dive on in because I there's a lot to say and there's not I mean, a lot of time to do it. I mean, we, I mean, yeah, we can just we can just get on into it. Do you want to go first then, since you've got so much to say? I'll go first I mean, and I'll I, try to go. Fa- I'll I'll go both first and fat. I'll go first and I'll try to go fast. I got the whole time right. right here. Ready? Han Han old. Hey, Han old buddy. That's what Luke says. He, his first line in this movie is, hey, Han old buddy. And it's just Luke, they do him dirty. They do him dirty for so many reasons. Number one, they make him sound like a dorky uncle. Number two, he has to look next to Harrison Ford the whole time and it makes him look worse. Number three, he gets cuckolded in this movie. Number four, uh, they put him in a big old diaper in a wet tube. And it just, poor guy, I feel so bad. But it's okay because he does headstands and handstands and swings on branches and becomes a Tarzan man and he gets some muscles. And so it's okay. It, it's going to be all right. We did it. Um, Yoda didn't train Obi-Wan. I mean, I know that Yoda trains everyone because he's at the Academy, but his sensei was Qui-Gon Jinn, and why are we going to retcon it? I want to dub it back in. I want to, look, if we're going to fix these movies, we got to go back and be like, I trained Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon trained him. I'm sort of like, well, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's rude. It's rude to Qui-Gon. The soul of Liam Neeson would be turning out, Liam Neeson is going to, flip his lid when he realizes he's not in these movies all right that's what i'm saying about that okay rogue two's in this movie so what what about rogue one rogue leader rogue two rogue one is it a coincidence yes it is just a coincidence nailed it oh we already talked about the big wet diaper that's fun uh leia princess leia is a hoe so that's great i'm sorry i look i know it's derogatory but she out here she kissing luke just to make han jealous all right she does and look, Luke's all, he doesn't know any better. He's like, this is a real kiss, and no one's there to tell him. That's not the case. But I do like the love triangle. I think it's a good, I think it's, you got a trilogy, you got to get the love triangle in there and get some intrigue going. It's a good, Chewie is cu- so much cuddlier than I remember. Original trilogy, Hans petting him. He gives Luke a little hug. Look, he's a cuddly boy. And then all of a sudden in the sequels, it's like, don't look him in the eyes. Don't look him in the eyes. He'll eat you. All right. He's done it before. That's what I don't understand. Look, if you got to take down a big old walker, whatever they called, ATA, whatever, whatever it's called, come from the side. The gun is on the head and they're coming head on. Come from behind. Come from the side. What are they doing? What? They're all facing the same way and they all come straight at them. What are they? They're. They're bad. I should be. Look, if Princess Leia, who is a hoe, we've established it, is qualified to be commanding the rebellion, I should be able to qualify. I won't kiss nobody. I'll kiss zero people. I will lead nobody on. And I will tell people to come from the side when it's time to come from the side. Thank you. I will accept this medal and I will give it to Chewbacca because he deserves it. Nobody cares about probabilities. And C-3PO is like, look, I know you've all told me not to give you probabilities, but I'm going to give you one. When they told him to be quiet and when they turned him off later, I was like, this is the they're out here roasting 3PO. And that's exactly what we should have been doing. The whole it made me so happy. And then they let him squawk again the last 30 minutes. I'm like, what? turn that boy off. We all know no one wants to talk to him. OK, 
He's a cock blocker. All right. He comes in the kiss. He's like, look, I did a great job. And Han's like, yeah, what? You know what I'm saying? It's like his whole job is human cyborg relations. And he specifically says multiple times, I don't understand people. It's like your job is to understand people. So get with it. He doesn't get along with R2-D2. He's always telling everyone what to do, telling information they don't want it. He's a bad protocol droid. He's bad. We have disassembled him and turned him off and shut him down and wiped his memory so many. He keeps coming back. He cannot die. What happened? Why can't we stop? He needs to be stopped, okay? Instead of Emperor Palpatine, it should have been 3PO the whole time, all right? He should have been the Sith Lord. I truly believe this, all right? It's only dawning on me now how similar the layout of this trilogy is to the next sequel trilogy where you're like, oh, we got the three people and they're together in the first movie and then we break them up and then they and they come back to you and it's like, all right, it's, it's, I get it, but it's whatever. The chemistry is good, okay? The performances and the actors are good and I think that's what the strength of this movie, okay? We're getting the dynamic, we're getting the banter going and I think that's, that's the heart of this movie, but the real heart of this movie is Yoda. Yoda's here, he's a baller, okay? He's out here and you think, oh, this boy doesn't know what he's talking about. But at the same time, Luke's letting him ruffle through all his stuff. He's like, I won't say anything. Look, he's like, I've been Yoda the whole time, idiot. Okay, ride on your back and let me whisper things into your ears and you have to do. That's how everyone should be trained for everything. Okay, if you're at work, you got to learn a new thing. Your trainer, get them on your back and I'll whisper in your ear and I'll tell you like, hey, if you're look, whatever, tell me everything. Oh, I'm going to have to cut you off right there, Cody. Oh, yeah, can't, can't even do it anymore. You know, stop talking. You just, you, you jumped right in. We didn't even get in the speeder and go to spoiler town yet. You're a crazy person, Cody. You went, get in. You can't stop get me. Get in, you psycho. You can't get stop Get in me. the speeder and let's no, go I will run alongside the speeder. <laughs> get in. Get in the weird backwards gunner seat. It's just like the backwards seat in the back of your grandma's no. station wagon. You hop on my back and I will swing us on a vine into Spoiler Town, all right? That's what we're doing. Oh. All right, what do you got to say? You got something to say about it? Oh, you won't. I'm, I do. Cody, I got so many things to say. First off, you told you took my thing. I was going to say that Leia's a hoe. Because not only is she kissing him just to make Han jealous, she kisses him when she gets a forehead kiss from Han. They're kissing. They're loving on each other. And then when nobody's around and Luke is helpless and dying, plants one right on him. Right? She's taking advantage of the sweet boy. Let's take let's take a second to realize 3PO was built by a nine-year-old slave boy. All right. So he did not have the best parts. Also, they wiped his mind so that he wouldn't tell Luke that. You okay, look me in the eye. Do you think for one second that he could have the the first words out of his mouth to Luke Skywalker would not have been Darth Vader's your father? That would have been the first thing he said. Of course they gotta wipe his mind. R2D2 is sitting here knowing all of this historical stuff, knowing everything, knowing how everything came to be, everything that was, everything that will be. It's all inside R2's brain. And he is having to deal with 3PO. All right. It went from this is my buddy. We're a team to I am. I'm keeping you alive for nostalgia's sake. All right. That's all he's doing. OK. There's a nine year old built in. 
Leah, which they call her Leah in the very beginning again. Who calls her Leah? Harrison Ford, a.k.a. Han Solo, calls her Leah, and it drove me nuts. It's it's Leia and it's Han. The Han-Han thing is one thing when it's uh, Lando Calrissian. He says Han. That's the thing. They even make jokes about it in Solo. All right. They, he's, hey, Han. It's Han. All right, Han. All right. And they move on. All right. It's a, become a thing. But he gets 3PO saying Han, and I can, will not stand for that. All right. He deserved what he got. Okay. Everybody's like, what? Yoda, he's so wise. He's 900 years old. He trained him. Also, you're a fool, Cody. Yoda didn't train Qui-Gon. Count Dooku trained Qui-Gon Jinn. That was his master, his sensei, Count Dooku. You know, the Jedi who's like, hey, what's in that room? They're like, all the Sith stuff. What do you got to do to be in there? Uh, be a Jedi master. Okay. Second, he gets to be a Jedi master. I want to go in that room. All right, I'm leaving the Jedi now. And everybody's like, you seem like a cool guy. All right. That nobody saw anything wrong with that. Also, Jar Jar is the head of the Sith and you'll never change my mind on that. Okay. Qui-Gon was trained by Count Dooku, who was trained by somebody else. Yoda hasn't trained nobody on nothing. He gets them to the point where they get got by another guy, a cool guy out in the field and then Yoda's like, deuces, I'm going to sleep in a comfortable bed tonight. You guys can go sleep in the turds in a barn in the middle of nowhere on the planet whatever, alright? Because some border dispute over trade negotiations broke down. I ain't doing that. He's an old man. He ain't about that life. Everybody's like, he's so old and wise. Why is he crazy dude ruffling through stuff? I would like to point you to your great grandfather, who was probably a wise person who did some cool stuff. This is a great guy. But you try to talk to him about anything. That man's probably an insane person. You know, they're old. They don't care. What are you going to do? Kill him? They got you. All you got to do is wait five minutes. They might be gone and they know it. They don't care about anything. They fear nothing. So they do whatever they want. And that's what Yoda's out there doing. He's living his best life. All right. He's out there slurping up the energy of the universe, living on Dagobah, subsisting off of, you know, whatever he can find that falls out of the back of an animal bigger than him. And he's there and he's loving it. He's living his best life. He's communing with nature. The only person he's had to talk to for the last, what, 20, 30 years is Qui-Gon, who's a ghost. That seems to not be around ever. Okay. And then up until, and then like two weeks ago, Obi-Wan showed up. Obi-Wan, he won't shut up as a ghost. Okay. Nobody. And then he's there all the time. And then he's like, I can't do anything. According to who? They established in the prequels. Qui-Gon invented this thing. There's no council of ghost wizards that are going to stop you from doing anything. Force choke the, the emperor to death as a ghost. Was he going to do force choke you back? Absorb you? No, he's going to do nothing. He doesn't even know you're there. He doesn't even know you can do this. Just kill him. Take him over. Become the emperor. Conquer the universe. Do whatever you want. Tyler, I'm going to have to cut you off. Look, you don't understand the Jedi way. You can't attack anyone as a Jedi, okay? That's Look, BS. This is Qui-Gon Jinn we're talking Obi-Wan about. Obi-Wan said... I won't. He's like, I don't want to use my powers to help you because you're a brat, Luke. We're telling you don't go. And so if you go, I'm not going to help you like a good parent. You know, 
when someone's like, I'm going to do this terrible thing that's against your advice, the parents are like, all right, go do that. I will not help you while you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, a good person, you cut them off and you leave them to die. I know what you're like saying. Like a good father. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I've said what. There's other shows like, OK, you know, you know me. I've mentioned it before. I watched all of Stargate a billion times at this point. Right. Yeah. And there there's space wizard ghost people. Yeah. And they're like, we can't do anything. And they're like, why? And it's like, well, because the most because like the group of people, they all got together and decided we can't interfere with the mortals. we got to let them do their own thing. And if you try, the rest of them stop you. This is like of the two of us here. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm not going to do anything. It's like, what, is Qui-Gon going to stop you? No, I think Obi-Wan murdered Qui-Gon's <laughs> ghost because Qui-Gon was like, let's go kill the Emperor. There's two of us now. He can't stop us. Or here's what I think. Qui-Gon has been messing with the Emperor, driving him nuts. He's been knocking stuff off shelves. <laughs> He's been opening doors slowly and slightly. He's been basically like being... loosening the lid on his coffee. <laughs> exactly. He's been being Boog. The way Boog is driving you slowly insane. Yeah. That's what Qui-Gon's been doing to the Emperor for the past 20 years. Yeah. He's been weakening him psychically, mentally, cracking him like a like a ripe egg. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, I made you watch the scene 38 remake by the uh, uh, visual effects company. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts on it. Looks really good. It does look very good. It looks very good. I thought, yeah, no, I mean it was it was a great modernization of the of the battle, I like that they tied in some of the Darth Vader in in, in this movie likes to throw things. So mm -hmm. in in that scene, they had him throw things, you know, force throw things around, and it's a very Sith move. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was very good. They did a whole they did the thing. Uh, they did. I what I would say is the what you should do here. Obviously, they didn't do it to the quality you would do it on a full feature movie. Mm -hmm. But how uh, they did Obi Wan's face. Yeah. on the stunt actor mm -hmm. in the robe. Uh, I would say that's the better way to do it than yeah. the way they've been doing uh, Tarkin. Right. Where they have someone go in and like make every pixel of his face and then it looks worse still because it's you've yeah. digitally recreated something that looks unnatural now. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. But I thought it looked good. They are. They did tease in December of 2020. That they're working on a remake of this this lightsaber duel. Really? In this one. Wow. So they've just kind of, they got busy with actual, you know, like work yeah. for the company. Yeah, that always happens. You know, shout out, if you want to see what they do, they do all those like Peloton commercials and the LG OLED commercials. They do those things. Mm -hmm. All the cool effects and everything. Yeah. So they, they look good. I Here's the thing about this movie. The, my me. problem with the Jedi and the prequels is that they don't, they're not, they're too bureaucratic. And in this one, Obi-Wan's all here pulling strings, right? Because nobody tells him, hey, by the way, Darth Vader is your father. Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. And even when Darth Vader's talking to Emperor Palpatine, he's like, I think he's Anakin Skywalker's son. And they're like, yeah, he probably is. And they're like, bruh, you are Anakin. Like, I know you're Darth Vader now, but, yeah. you know, I, I understand, like, I, it was a really good way to help the twist stay intact. Yeah. By saying like, oh, yeah, we're not acknowledging that he's my son, but no, yeah, he is my son. You know, like, which is good. It helped, you know, I, it's just 
everybody's a liar in this movie and I hate them, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, which I mean, even on set, wasn't it? Because I thought it was. He said the line there on set, but I'm, now I'm, I'm thinking back. No. Wasn't it? He so, said a different line on set and then James yeah, Jones so, said that I'm your father. Right. So in the script, it was written and on the day it was said. Um, Obi-Wan killed your father. Yeah. The only people that knew that it was going to be I am your father was George Lucas, the writers, Mark Hamill. And James Earl Jones when he did the voiceover. And even James Earl Jones was like, oh, Darth Vader's just lying. He's trying to pull one over on him, basically. Yeah. Um, so those are the only people that knew. Which, so, and, and Mark Hamill, he tells the story a little differently than the fact I read. But the way he tells it is like, yeah, George went out to me and was like, hey, I'm going to tell you something. When you know it, um, you know, it's like the director knows it, the writers know it, and I know it. And when I tell you, you'll know it. <laughs> so if anyone finds out, we'll know that you were the leak. <laughs> like Darth <laughs> Vader's your father, which <laughs> basically... I think is the whole reason he told him was I think it was maybe it was the director. Somebody was like, you should tell him so mm-hmm. that he reacts. Right. Yeah. Accurately. Yeah. Because the no, he killed your father would have been a different reaction from Luke. Right. Than that. So I think that was like the whole reason Mark Hamill even was told was they were like, you need mm-hmm. to tell him. Yeah. So that <laughs> he can like actually be like devastated by the news because it is the equivalent of like. I don't know if I don't know what's what would be the equivalent like Hitler telling right. you I'm your father yeah, like yeah. oh gosh right oh I I wanted to, real quick I had the facts that I went ran through mm-hmm. for this one the I'll I just want to give it to you real quick all right so the movie obviously episode five is released uh, May twenty first nineteen ninety which is three years almost exactly after two years three years three years. Yeah, he's a 77. 77, 80, 83. The budget is wild, okay? There are two... There's at least two wildly different numbers. So I went with the Wikipedia budget and gross worldwide. Okay. So what would you say Wikipedia says the budget is? Well, I saw one thing in the trivia about the budget. Was it on IMDb? Yeah. What is IMDb's then say? 18 million. Okay, so Wikipedia has it listed as 33 million. Interesting. So I wonder if it doesn't have... Film and marketing budget. Yeah, could be. What I saw about the budget was um, George Lucas was like, I really want to like bankroll this myself, basically. So he's yeah. like, I'm not going to get funded by a major motion picture corporation. I want control over it. So he funded a lot of it and took mm-hmm. a loan to fill the rest of it. Yeah. So he like personally funded most of this movie so that he could still have control over it. Yeah. Which was, I mean, once again, a huge, just like the last movie was a huge gamble. And he was like, it's not going to work. So this one, he was like, I'm doubling down on this bet and it paid off handsomely. Yeah. Which it it did pay off very handsomely at, according to Wikipedia, which IMDb has a slightly lower number. Wikipedia has it around $550 million. What's interesting is that is less than the first movie. Which I think it's because the first one, it includes like re-releases, anniversary editions, all that. And there's been a lot more special re-releases and re-screenings and all that of uh star wars Wars episode one because i mean like the star wars the original star wars new hope Mm -hmm. like they've done i'm sure there's stuff where like you could probably go through and find where like oh well they did like a celebrity 
charity yeah. screening where each ticket was a thousand dollars. My understanding too is like that one was in theaters for a long. It was so successful. It was in theaters for a really long. It took a lot of people saw it multiple times. Kind of like Avengers One versus Avengers Two. Yeah. Avengers One, were like everyone saw it two or three times. It was a huge success. Then Avengers Two came out. They were like it made almost as much money. And Disney was like, "Well, this was a failure." It's like, well not every movie can make exponentially more money than the movie before, you know? Yeah. Like you can start the phenomenon, but it's not necessarily going to, which I wonder how avatar two is going to be in that respect. It's been so long, but do you think avatar two will live up to avatar ones? I think two will, I think if two is not very good, here's what I think. If they, if they focus on making the story good enough, but focus on the visuals looking real good. Cause that's what avatar was sold on. Yeah. Was how good it looked. Yeah. It was like the first 3D movie to like blow people's minds and like yeah. change the game. So I think they'll look good. And I think since they're doing so many all at the same time, as long as they maintain a certain level. Right. They'll be successful. It's hard too because it's like, I think it'll it changed it. the game. It made 3D like a real thing in the movies and then everything was 3D for a few years. But now you think about it. Not that much stuff is in 3D nowadays. Yeah. But I'd be willing to bet it's going to be in 3D and it's going to be like the kind of movie you have to see it in 3D. Yeah. I also wouldn't even be surprised if it's like, you know, like the theaters around here that have the either the side screens or the extra effects oh, and stuff. Yeah. Like they're probably even going to put effort into those to make because those are the most expensive ways to see the movie. Right. And I'd be willing to bet that uh, those will be. Yeah. Invested in. Um. So this is number 15. On IMDb's top rated movies mm-hmm. all time. Previous one was 25. This one is 15. It won two Oscars for best sound and uh, a special achievement award for visual effects. So again, one that is now, I think, a full Oscar, but at that time wasn't yeah. really a full Oscar. Uh, and two nominations for best art direction and set direction, which it lost to Tess, which is a Roman Polanski film. Oh, it swept the Oscars that year. So confirmed Hollywood are pedophiles and we Wait, hate them. What movie is this? You can't live and look it up anymore, Cody, because of Roman Polanski. Also, it was nominated for Best Music Original Score, which it lost to fame. Oh, it won a total of 25 awards and got 20 nominations. Oh, this is a very problematic movie. Is it a... I mean, Roman Polanski makes some salacious films. This one is like... Oh, all right. No, it gets... Is it real bad? Her alcoholic father sends her to a way to apply for a job with relatives. She's taken in, seduced by her cousin, becomes pregnant. Uh, Oh, gosh. I don't even... Yeah, no. It's uh, it is that movie. It is salacious. That movie just described. Yeah. Swept the Oscars. It won or at least was nominated for every single Oscar. Oh, Roman. All right. Well, here's my problem with this movie that we watched. Give Empire Strikes Back. Look, Skywalker. <sighs> you look, you went all the way to Dagobah at the Dagobah. Dagobah. At the request of old ben kenobi oh you mean the man the man you revere the man who died yeah you know in the last movie to be trained by yoda you find yoda and you're like i'll kind of listen to what you say you know like he shows up 
And he's like, all right, when you're telling me to swing across vines and have you on my back and do headstands, fine. I will do that. But when you ask me not to take weapons into the scary forestry, when you ask me not to go uh, pursue my friends that are in danger, I won't do any of that stuff. It's just like, well, Luke, are you going to listen to this dude or not? Like, do your training. Go do one thing. Finish what you started. I would say objectively, Anakin was the better Jedi and the more obedient Padawan. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Because Anakin would be like, I don't want to, but I'll do it because I believe that you do know what you're talking about, Obi-Wan. Yeah. But But the moment I'm alone with 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 Natalie Portman, I will vent about it. (laughs) Whereas Luke is just like, nah, like like you're stupid, Yoda. You don't even know. Yeah. Well, you think you're some kind of Jedi master. Then he says, no, I'm the grand master. Yeah, so so that's uh that's that's my problem with this movie. You know, Luke is super whiny last. He's still a little whiny in this movie. When Yoda calls him out on it, he's like, Look, you're angry, you're anxious, you gotta you gotta have a strong, calm mind and you gotta sit here and, and do your training if you're gonna do it. And then of course, I don't know, it's just like prove him wrong, you know, Luke. Be Luke's better. Be he's dumb. Better. He's dumb, he's the worst. Look, here here's what I will say. The Dagobah scenes were hard to shoot, you know? Yeah. So here's what Frank Oz did. Tell me. To help Mark Hamill. He brought Miss Piggy on set (laughs) and did Miss Miss Piggy antics to uh, help cheer him up. And I'm upset that's not in this cut. I want, canonically, (laughs) I want the Muppets to be in the Star Wars universe. Could you? I want Miss Piggy to be like in the kitchen and she's like, you didn't like my cooking, you know, to throw stuff at Luke. I don't know. I want some antics. I want it to be like, oh yeah, Yoda and Miss Piggy, they're a they're a thing. They're not married or anything, but they're like, you know, hooking up, cohabitating, swinging. Miss Piggy and Kermit are on a break and she's moved <laughs> in with her special friend, yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Is there a Star Wars? What is Yoda but of, a silver fox I mean, Kermit the Frog? You know? Exactly. Is there a, is there a Muppet Star Wars? I don't know. I know it the feels... Muppet Show has pigs in space as like a recurring sketch. No, I mean, there's no like Star Wars parody Muppet movie. I know it feels that. like very low hanging fruit, you know, <laughs> I mean, because you just can do what Family Guy did, which is just do Star Wars. And the funny thing is that it's Muppets. Yeah, you yeah. Don't even really need to make jokes. And then you get to the lightsaber duel and then just have them like smacking each other with sticks. <laughs> oh, man. Yoda wailing on R2-D2 with this can. So good. Mine. It's so good. Yoda's, Yoda's even insane in the prequels, though. Like he has gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's alone. He's by himself. His only company are the voices in his head. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So... Did, I get it. Do you remember when I was it you that I read the, uh, the like the origin of Yoda that I looked up and how he became a Jedi? And I stuff? remember it's like him and a friend, a human friend. Like left their home planet to go be like, oh, let's go find our fortune. Crashed, crashed on a Dagobah like planet and then were found by a giant snake monster who 
happened to be a Jedi master and then trained them to be Jedi. That's how he became a Jedi. The Jedi will take anyone who will listen. Like, I know there's the period where it's like, hey, we have a temple. You have to be a young person, young, impressionable person for us to. I don't know. But it also seems like they're like, oh, you'll listen. Yeah, <laughs> you're in. I don't know. Maybe it's just like periods like this where it's like, I guess I'll take you. You're like a 20 something year old dude. He says he's but too yeah. old. He's like, you're too old. Everybody, maybe that's just something they tell everyone. So they'll want to be in more. It's like, you're too old to be a trainer. It's like, no, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? That I'm reverse psychology boy. thing where yeah. it's like, ah, oh, only big boys eat their vegetables. He's like, I am a big boy. <laughs> and then they'll eat, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what it is. It's a Jedi mind trick. That's what he does to him too. He's like, it's dinner time for the Jedi too. And then Luke's like, fine, I'll eat my food then. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Emperor Palpatine's big in this one. Yeah. When they project him. And I was like, oh, this is the exact same thing you do with Snoke later on. Where you're like, oh, it's a big boy. And you're like, oh, no, he's not really. It's a it's a projection. So, I mean, it gets big. So, yeah. Him in there is one of the prequel add ins. Like when Lucas went in and added stuff after the prequels were all done. Mm -hmm. I actually like because it's Palpatine and it's Palpatine being more consistent. Yeah. There is a thing in the third movie, which I won't I won't get into, but I hated it. It's my least favorite edition of all of them. I hate it. You know, anyway, more about this movie or about Leah being a hoe. <sighs> She's I mean, you you covered it. You covered it all. What look, Darth Vader's out here. He's still got the dad jokes. Yeah, he he kills a man. He's like, apology accepted. <laughs> like, yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah. That's what people don't understand about Vader. Like, yeah, is he a tyrant? Maybe, but he's having a good time doing it. And that's what really counts. Yeah. Why be, look, why be a supreme leader of the universe and conqueror if you can't have a few laughs along the way? Yeah. That's what really matters. Not the planets the you conquer, the laughs you share. You know, that's the thing. You know, later in the movies, you know, in the sequel trilogy, you got Snoke. It's like, Oh, it's Snoke. Snoke's like, I'm Supreme Leader Snoke. Palpatine and Vader, it's like, I am Emperor Palpatine, and this is Lord Vader. Mm-hmm. It really just feels like Snoke is like, found Palpatine's toys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, is Snoke's it like, like a... Is I it, can do it, too. Is it Which like a Putin up. situation? Where it's like... You know what I'm saying? He kind of inherited the communist regime. Now they're not communist anymore, but he's like, but I'll still, you know, I'll still wheel and deal and be a sneaky little sneak. It'd be. It'd be like if if somebody threw Putin down a a, a shaft mm -hmm. and then they stuck like a blonde 12 year old on the, on the <laughs> On the throne of what does he sit in? He sits in a you know he has a throne somewhere. Yeah, he does. Putin I saw a TikTok that Putin made. What? He has a TikTok account. No, he and doesn't. they are good. And I was All right, like, I'm downloading TikTok again. I gotta get on this Putin <laughs> TikTok account. And you it was okay. Do you, you see it was a trend where it was like where you tried to make it look like a picture, but it's a video? Oh. Maybe. So he did it where he's pouring. They use saran wrap to make it look like he's pouring water into a cup. Uh -huh. And then he's like, Hi, it's me. And he's like, got this smile on his face. He's like, nailed it. Putin, <laughs> <laughs> like, you are uh, such an evil dude, but you're just so wholesome at the same time. Between like Trump 
and Putin and Kim Jong-un, we're like a golden age of like kind of silly, but also dangerous world like, leaders. <laughs> You're like, wait, like Putin could these snap are the- your neck like a dried twig. <laughs> yeah. But he will make a TikTok and be so proud of himself oh for doing gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. What a time. What a time we live in. Like, it, it makes you think, like, you know what, Putin? You could have just not run Russia and just ha- been TikTok famous and, like, yeah, been happy in life. You know? Yeah. That's fine. I think he's probably pretty happy. I think he's probably. Ha- I think he's very happy with himself. What? What did they say? They talked about how, okay, this boy is our, our last hope, you know? Yeah. To get him on our side. And then Vader's like, ah, oh, there's another. No, is that- Vader doesn't say it. Or does- Yoda says it. No, no, no. I'm talking. No, they're talking about. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Is that Yoda and yeah. uh, Yoda and Obi? Old Ben. Old Ben. Who's the other? Is it Leia? Is it someone else? Yeah. It's Leia. Yeah. All right. Whatever. That's spoilers, though, Cody, for the next movie. Oh, all right. That's fine. You fool. Um, Here's the thing. Vader's plan to preserve Luke to take him to the emperor who is somewhere. Yeah. But also there's hyperspeed. So no one's that far. He's like, we've got to freeze him. Why? Why you got to freeze him to keep him pristine? Aren't you trying to convince him to join you? And then wouldn't he just come with you? Isn't that the ideal scenario? No, the, the ideal scenario is to freeze him and then get him to the emperor who can mind control him into serving them. Oh, all right. That's fine. Then that's the emperor's thing. Here's okay. You talked about this movie and you like a new hope better. I like this one a little better. And here's where, here's why I think this movie is better. Um, I think like the the scene where Han Solo gets frozen in carbon and carbonite. Yeah. I think for me, that's sort of like the peak of Star Wars as far as like having strong emotional resonance. Like there's great music. The set and the lighting is really great for like the mood. I think the performances are really good. Like when she's like, I love you. And he says, I know. And it's just so classic. Oh, yeah. I think that is like peak Star Wars. Like for me, that was resonating with me emotionally. I was like, oh, this is what everything Star Wars could be. Yeah. And if you took 3PO out of that, it would have been perfect. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, starting 3PO giving his little color. That's like the worst part. It's like, are they going to get away? Like, oh, I, I'm so worried about Han. And then 3PO is like, I always trust. I never doubted you, Archie. It's like, 3PO, shut up. You are ruining the whole vibe of this. You need to get out of these movies. I need no. a cut of these movies with no 3PO, please. He's the best. He's awful. He's, He's so bad. And everyone knows it. Everyone's rolling their eyes, shutting him off, roasting him to his face. He doesn't get it because he doesn't understand humans, which once again is his only function. So again, it was built by a nine-year-old with spare parts <laughs> on Tatooine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I love I love the lighting in that scene for the saber fight for the carbonite scene. It's like the sun is setting. You're worried about the state of the heroes and the rebellion. And it's just it all works. It's great. Which brings me to my next point. Um, This director, the I know that Lucas wanted Steven Spielberg to direct one of these. And the the director's guild was like, uh, stop messing around with the credits and we'll let you. And he said, no, I don't want to stop messing around with the credits. And they're like, fine, you can't have Spielberg. He's in the guild. We control the guild. You can't have it. George Lucas, I also read somewhere, dropped out of the Writers Guild of America to maintain more control. He was like, All right, I got to get... He's an Hollywood outsider. He is independently wealthy of Hollywood. He can still make... He's an enigma. Anyway, what was I saying? 
Yeah, this director's name's like what is it, Irvin Norarski something? Yeah, it was, here's it what I learned about Russian. him. This is his only good movie. He's got like 20 director's credits, and he has the most specific niche I've ever heard in Hollywood. Are you ready for it? Give it to me. It is to direct sequels to classic movies. <laughs> here's what he's directed. Are you ready? Right. In the 80s, he directed these three films. Don't look it up. Look at me. Look I'm at me. At you. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Never Say Never Again. Okay. The James Bond, the James Bond shoot off one with Sean Connery. Yeah. The 10 years later one. The one that's bad. Yeah. And RoboCop 2. Oh. <laughs> like the worst, like the not good. He might as well also have made like Terminator 4 and, you know, like every it just this is his one good movie they always bring him in on the on the sequels to movies that no one wants to follow up and uh he delivered on this one and i'm proud of him and that's like his only movie that is above like a 65 on metascore is this movie but he nailed it he nailed this one but did he nail it because george lucas was also super involved i don't know that's a great question did they offset each other all yeah i think that's probably what that's probably what happened. So it just, it kind of, it really did kind of blow my mind that this was his only like really great film. So yeah, I don't know. I really liked this one. The pacing's a little weird on this one as well, but I don't know. I like, uh, I liked the saber fight, the weak points. I still don't, I think Mark Hamill's still coming into his own as an actor. I don't like super buy his. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. I think in this one, he does look like Sebastian Stan. Yeah, he is a famous actor now mm-hmm. and he is beautiful because of it. That's true. Even though probably made like. You ever look at how much they were paid for these movies and you're like, it's like you're paid twelve, like seven thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because you could see the actors who were like old and knew what they were doing versus like Mark Hamill and all them who are like, I don't know. I'm just happy to be in a movie. Yeah. And then there's like Sir Alec Guinness. It is. Yeah. He's like, give me two percent of all the profits. Alec Guinness. Yeah. He had a percentage of profits. So it ended up being millions of dollars for him. Ninety five. He worked. Million. Guess how many days he worked on this film? Two. One. One. Well, half a day. He wor- he showed up at like 730 a.m. He was done by 1 p.m. That was. His performance for this movie, he had something going on or a surgery happening or nothing. Anyway, he has some conflict. He's like, all right, I'll show up for a day. And they got all stuff done. And he left. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you, I found in uh, when I was trying to find fun facts for the film, I found ones just for like the series in general. And mm-hmm. it was in an interview for like one of the re-releases with it was Harrison Ford. And he was saying that him and Mark Hamill would like mess around and be goofballs all the time. Like they would be completely unprofessional except for when Alec Guinness is on set. And then they were always, they were like, we need to tone it down. Yeah. Were, and they were perfectly professional. Uh-huh. It's super on like focused and everything. Yeah. Like he just by his presence, just like forced them to be professional. Yeah, isn't that interesting how it goes? And it's just really funny. He's like, yeah. we wanted to impress him. Mm hmm. I hear a lot of actors and, say that story too. Like they end up in a scene with like Leonardo DiCaprio or Robert De Niro, and they're like, "All right, okay, I'm gonna do a real good job. I'm not gonna mess around at all." Yeah, kind of funny how that goes. Uh, the director. Here's what I. Here's why I think the director did nail this movie. Just an example, a parable, if you will. 
oh. an example, really. Give it to me. <laughs> Mark Hamill, you know, he's in Yoda's little hovel, his little hole, yeah. little tunnel house, little hobbit hole. Mark Hamill hits his head. The director had him do that 16 times until he got the take he liked. <laughs> so, so he was in it. He was all in. You know, he was trying to get perfection out of it. So good, good for him. Uh, Lucas, George Lucas loved Frank Oz's performance, which, by the way, originally it was Jim. He, he wanted Jim Henson to do it. Henson was like, hey, can't I'm uh, I'm directing this thing called the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> Don't have time. Frank Oz would love to do it. That'd be he'd be great for it. So Frank Oz came on. Uh, George Lucas was like, oh, he was so good. We need to like petition this guy to get an Oscar. So he, he like spent a bunch of money to like an Oscar campaign, Frank Oz and the motion picture, you know, the uh, what's it called? Hollywood Foreign Press, whoever it is. They were like, yeah, no, uh, nah, he's not an actor. He's a puppet. <laughs> like It was, it was like a, a Smeagol situation where they're yeah. like, yeah, no, it's not a real performance. It's not a real actor. So he's like, no. And George Lucas was like super upset. And then Frank Oz was like, I don't care. <laughs> That's the trivia said. He was like, I was like, I don't care. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, Carrie Fisher spent a lot of this movie standing on a box. She is 5'1", and Harrison Ford is six feet tall. So, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, all right, we got we to gotta work this out somehow. So I, I thought that was funny. It, did it look um, in your notes here? I wonder, if, I wonder if you found something on this. Did they use a... Uh, the, was it the force perspective for the slave one loading on into that? Because it looked like they had were just they had like in the distance, like a ramp that they were walking up. Mm. And then in the foreground, they put. A I didn't see anything about that, but I only got so far down the, the trivia. It kind of looked like that. And that's what I was wondering yeah. if I, I did see something about the effects in this movie. Lucas was we really wanted to push the effects team. <laughs> he was like, well, you know, it's easy to make good effects if it's in space, because there's just a black backdrop. So we should go to an ice planet covered in white snow. So you'd really have to have good effects and like not make any mistakes like that, which is such a dumb reason to, to go yeah. to Hoth. But Lucas, he's a wild, he's a madman. All right. He doesn't operate within the confines of Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> he's independently wealthy and he has ideas. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you a story? You say you say the independently wealthy. This is a complete offshoot, random tangent. I want to tell you this. Yeah. I had somebody when I worked at Best Buy introduce themselves to me as someone who was independently wealthy. <laughs> he was like, I want this kind of TV. It's the kind of TV you still can't buy. It. I don't know. It was like a small TV that was also a projection TV. I don't know. It's the kind of TV that did not take off and yeah. it was not successful and it was not good. Uh-huh. And he uh, gave me a big speech about how we we uh, he couldn't believe we don't carry it. And I guess he's just going to have to go spend his money somewhere else. And I was like, I, dude, we have every kind of TV. It's Best Buy. Yeah. What do you mean? Go to. I was told I straight up told, I was like, go to a theater store. I don't know what you're wanting right now. Yeah. I've never heard of it's it. It's like, look, man, if we had it, we would sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even like you're an independent. You're a big box chain who carries a certain catalog. And if it's not there, yeah, I, I don't care how independently wealthy you are. You're not going to convince Best Buy to buy an obsolete, not popular TV, right? Right. Because I don't. Yeah. I want to be independently wealthy and like show up to Five Guys and be like, "Excuse me, I would like a three-piece chicken strip meal. I would like yeah. a chicken basket." I'm <laughs> like, I am independently wealthy, and I don't care that you make burgers and fries. Get me some fried chicken, please. It's also like. You know, the guy had the thing. He's like, it's like a twenty thousand dollar TV. 
And I told him, I was like, we're not going to have like, we're not going to have that. Yeah. We're just not. We sell to people who have to like finance a five hundred dollar TV. Yeah. You know? Wow. I also just, you know, now every time I look at my TV, I want to be like, I think to myself, that guy probably got that TV and this <laughs> TV is better. Yeah. <laughs> so suck it, independently wealthy douche. Man. Uh, what I wouldn't give to be independently wealthy and absolutely delusional. Yeah. I mean, that was because I have people there knew him. He was a millionaire and did come in and spend a ton of money all the time. But you know who else would do that? The guy that owned like the car dealership who every like six months would be like, all right, all the TVs look like garbage now. So give me 80 TVs right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, OK. That's the real flex purchases. New TVs every six months. Yeah. Man. Someone's like, you should just, you know, put them in storm. I don't know. Do yeah. something. You're something. doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Mark Hamill. Look, I give him some guff and he I think he re he recognizes it, too. He's like, I was a brand new actor. I was not that great. He's very he's come into his own. He's a wonderful voice actor. Good for him. Mark Hamill's great. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him, though. He did all his own stunts except for one. One. The only stunt he didn't do is when when uh, Luke gets sucked out of the <laughs> window. He's like, he did not do that one. But he did when he was doing stunts on Hoth broke his thumb. So yeah. he went hard. He did the work. He got some muscles by the end. And I, I respect him for that. Which did you look into the the getting sucked out thing more? No, because I I can't remember if he at some point I because I, what I think happened right was he wanted to do it and the stunt team was like no because someone is going to get sucked through a broken window with glass around them mm -hmm. onto a thing that will have broken glass on it yeah. No, you as the actor cannot get sucked out of a glass window onto glass. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't because I can't remember if they were the final ones that had to tell him no or if he like saw them testing it and he was like, F that. Yeah, yeah. Because I do know it wasn't like a normal one where they like kind of slowly pull you. It was one where it was like where they got you like on a bungee cord fully at tension and then rip you yeah, out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Like you get whiplash and you can really only do it like once a year. Mm -hmm, and that sure. was the kind of stunt it was. I just remember it being a whole thing of him, I think, wanting to do it and then it being decided. Probably not a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Probably not a good idea to have oh. not a stunt guy. Speaking of his stunts, when he the only stunt I thought all the stunts look really good in this movie. The one that the only one that didn't is when Darth Vader shoves him into the, you know, he pushes him back into the carbonizer yeah and then but then luke jumps out except is like they rocket shot him out is what it looks like We're like yeah well that wasn't a dude i can tell it was like a blur it was like the flash like i was like that yeah. didn't look great like, which it was i mean it's like the force jump that they always do which there's oh it's like the one from uh phantom menace where they like no that's force run attack of, yeah the force run that's what yeah. it looked like to me or like they just zapped on out of there somehow yeah. so yeah. That, that's so. what it is where it's supposed to be like a a Jedi force jump. Yeah. Because he jumped like 20 feet in yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the, the only other fact I've got. Um, give it to me. Tell me. Is that part of the reason they carbonized Han. Yes. Uh, Harrison Ford signed on a two-movie contract. And he was kind of like, hey, George, I think I want to be written off. I don't think I'm coming back for another one. Luke and Leia. Uh, oh, gosh. Carrie Fisher and. Mark Hamill had a three movie contract, so they were definitely going on for the final 
final one. And so it was partly insurance, partly because they just weren't sure, like, okay, is he coming back last movie? And I think George Lucas was like, no, no, I have a really good role for Han in the next movie. I want you to do it. So he ends up doing it. But that was part of the reason they carbonized him. They're like, all right, he'll be a hero. And uh, if we don't have to bring him back, we don't have to bring him back. So I, I thought that was really yeah. interesting. Interesting way, which I mean, it's a better way of doing it than being like, oh, crap, that actor's not back. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know. Plus, I did think, I mean, you just it set up like the cool from the Mandalorian show, you know, where he has like the little carbonite station. So he like tricks uh-huh. people into a ship and then freezes them for. Oh, yeah. Get his bounties, which so that kind of indicates that that was like an established bounty hunter technique at the mm-hmm. time. Well, yeah, because it was a new it was a new thing then. Yeah, because um, they were like, I don't know if this dude will survive that. And they're like, we'll, oh, think- we'll just test it on out on Han. Yeah, which I felt like even there, like it's like, oh, people can do that. This is something they do. It's more like this. It'd be like doing surgery in a vet clinic. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. you got the stuff we need, but you do surgery on like dogs, where it's like if you can come out and be like, your dog didn't make it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We tossed him in the furnace. Here's some ashes that are probably his. They might just be from the, you know, from wood. Yeah. Whatever. You know. Right. That's kind of the vibe I got, right? Where it's like, yeah, For sure. It'll yeah. probably work. Um, I don't know. I mean, okay. Is is there anything we missed? You I'm didn't sure get off your stuff. chest. I'm sure we missed so much, you know. Uh for I'll tell you one thing, that worm's mouth was fully closed before they cut away yeah. from it. Yeah. And, uh, it bothers me every time. How did they accidentally land in a worm cave? Like How in a worm's worm mouth. Eats? You know? Also, what was the worm's plan? Does it eat the ships? What does it eat, Cody? I think it eats... It's like a whale. You know how a whale... Some of them, they just open their mouths. They get some krill in there. They close their mouths. The water goes out. The krill go down. Bang, bang, boom. We've all seen Finding Nemo. I think it's like that. It's like, let me open my mouth. Whatever gets in here... I've got a digestive system of like a... Of like a um, honey badger, you know? Yeah. I will or a Tasmanian devil. It's like I will just absorb whatever I need and get rid of everything. I think it's one of those. Did I tell you about the guy that got eaten by a whale? Uh, make- are we talking about Bible times no. now? Is this that what we're doing? Look, I've read the story of if you're asking no. me if I've seen the VeggieTales movie about Jonah, the no. answer is yes, I have. No, no. This I'll sing you the song right now. It's the guy that dives with whales. Oh. And he's yeah. down with the whales. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm back. A sperm whale? I don't know. A whale. A large whale. Yeah. It's like, hey, what's up? Huh? <laughs> and then he's, so everybody else is like, oh my gosh, he got eaten by the whale. And he's like, I think the whale thought I was drowning because it, it scooped me up, swam immediately to the surface, and then spat me out. And, and that then left. And that man was Andrew Stanton, director of Finding Nemo. <gasps> is that what you're telling me? No. That man was Jonah, the prophet from the Old Testament. Is it like a Contiki scenario where he was like, you know what? I do believe that Jonah was a literal story from the Bible. I'm going to prove it. Is that what happened? No. It's either that or he's the Finding Nemo. There's no third option. He's just scratching the whale. And then the whale's like, you're drowning. I've seen some really cool footage of uh, whatever kind of whale it is. It's not. It might not be a whale, but it's similar to a whale. It's like a giant fish and it slurps in fish. This whale shark whale shark i see yeah, yeah. and I, it's real i've seen the videos of the divers with them yeah. and you can go like just as a dude you can pay to go dive with them and you have handful of fish and you hold it out 
and you let go and they suck in the fish. Yeah. So cool. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it right now. Yeah. Here's what I want. You know, since we're talking about it, Cody, I want to petition Hollywood to stop slow-moing the fish. All right. Mm. Here's why. I was watching a documentary recently on yeah. fish where it was dolphins. <laughs> okay. So not fish, mammals, but fish like mammals. Yes. Sea critters. Were they were, you know how they're always like, oh, and the dolphins hear the bait ball in the distance of the fish and then they leave and then they're like slow mo leaving, swimming away. They didn't slow mo it. Dolphins are fast people. Oh, yeah. They are so much. I was not. It is. They rock. I was like, they sped it up. There's no way that's how fast <laughs> those dolphins it's are. like Mark Campbell out of the tube because it is like the dolphins hear something and they're like gone they're out of sight they are so far away that it is just blue nothingness now i mean I'm like yeah what the yeah i i am not i am terrified of dolphins now i was not prepared yeah if a dolphin decides it's gonna kill you in the ocean it's gonna kill you and be gone have you seen anybody. any like the dolphin shows or, like a sea world or anything <gasps> yes they get across their pretty i went whale watching and we had a pod of dolphins just swimming they love to swim along the boats and see the people and stuff. Yeah. And our boat was going like a good like 30, 35, 40 knots. And the dolphins, they weren't like struggling to keep up. They were like, we got this. Like, hey, how's it going? We're hanging out. We'll so also hop fast. up and out in the water. We get, you know. They're so fast. They're majestic creatures. Dolphins, they're smart. Okay. They can flirt. Did you know that? Did you know species of dolphins will flirt to like try to win a mate over? Yeah. They play. They do it. They flirt. They, they rape sing. humans. <laughs> right yes they're the most majestic sea critters star wars star i uh wars. so about star wars where would you rank this one this one um i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it i'm gonna say the top three star wars movies you've seen a new hope empire strikes back rogue one can we all agree with that but what order is my question i i'll put i'll put this one at the top, I will. I'll what? Do it. No, you said at the beginning because a New Hope. This one looks better than the New Hope. I think yeah. a New Hope was designed to be a standalone movie, so it fit. It works better as an individual movie. Yeah, but that's because George Lucas had zero faith in it getting a sequel. Right. Um, but like this one looks better. The actors are better. They're more comfortable in the role. Everything's more established. So, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have as much terrible CG. Yeah. Like Cloud City is yeah. the only like, and it's not as bad. It just looks like it's in a bad stop mode or like a bad. What is it? The the live action video games where it's got like the live action cutscenes. Oh, That's yeah. what it looks like it's from. Yeah. Um. So I put this one, then. Rogue One, then New Hope. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. I mean, yeah. I I think that's where I'd put them too. I think this one is the most complete in terms of like it has that emotional resonance I talked about. Everything looks pretty cohesive. Like you said, the actors are coming into their own. Um, I think they really nail the music in this one. Yeah. And uh, they got the Imperial March. Together. Yeah. Darth Vader's theme song mm -hmm. started. Yeah. I one. love that John Williams has those characters have their so, themes and they come in and come out. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. It's so. Yeah. Part of the reason those movies, the music is so good is like, oh yeah, there's themes for the elves, there's themes for man, there's themes for Rohan, for you know each character and their struggles, and yeah, it's a beautiful way to help tell a story. I tell you though, John, what he did way too much with some some of the scenes, 
I was like, you just like threw a crackler bomb into the middle of a. There was one I noticed. It was like it was like a, there for no reason at all. There was like a, a xylophone making like a someone coming down a ladder noise like ding, 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 ding. I was like, wait, what are we doing here? And there's just we've gone too far. A lot of it, they're like talking about how like, oh, we've layered it. And it, this time it's like you added 15 too many layers to almost yeah, everything. Yeah. It's just chill. Doing the most. Just chill out. So good. It was a good one. It's the one, you know, it's it, it's the one we've been building to. And I'm very curious to see how the next four go from here. Yeah. There may be some highs, there may be some lows. But uh, what I do know is there will be stars and there will be wars. Yeah. And space wizards. Oh, the space wizards. But no one quite as kooky as Empire Strikes Back Yoda. Oh, no uh, one. No one will ever. Oh. There's never going to be a more perfect, like, master, grandmaster wizard. He is the wild card. (laughs) He is the grand wizard. He's the wild card and also the sage grand, the wisest of the wise. And I love that it's the same dude. (laughs) He's insane. He's a loose cannon. And also he's like, you got to grow up, Luke. (laughs) Like, wait, you are a freewheeling madman. Who's on shrooms right now? That was a test. Also, yes, he was high and then it wore off and then he chilled out. So good. Oh, I love Yoda in this movie. So good. Oh, man. Thank you for listening. You can share us and review us wherever you like to share and review podcasts. Remember, everybody, we need the the like. We need the reviews on iTunes to get onto the Rotten Tomatoes. Look, if you want us to be influencing for the better our review system, then you need to get with us, partner with us, do uh, this. And for since us. we're trying to get onto the, you get what grade, what you what grade. This one's an A for me. It's an A? It's I'd an, say a. an A. It's, it's, an, a. A. it's an A. Not quite perfect, but it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. It's excellent. So good. Oh, man. You can reach out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm posting memes. We're posting memes. They're delightful. Memes. Like them. Share them. Thanks for listening. Oh. We're bringing memes back. We are bringing memes back. Thanks for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. Leah? No. (laughs) Leah's a hoe. I heard someone in the movie... Starts to say Leah, then they stop themselves, and then they're just like, whatever. <laughs> they just like give up. <laughs> it's so good.